Want to call the CIA? Have them whacked. Now, number one, if this is a civilian mission, why does a astronaut have the CIA in his Rolodex? And then secondly, if I'm some silly person thinks the moon landings are fake, why would the CIA care? Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was my longtime friend, Bart Sabrell. He's the mind behind a funny thing happened on the way to the moon and a funny thing indeed did happen on the way to the moon. In fact, they never went at all. Would it surprise you to know that not only that, Google AI knows that the Apollo photos featuring Neil Armstrong were faked. That and so much more to cover in this one with Bart Sabrell. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. Can you hear the difference? I finally got my mic situation figured out with thanks to my 17-year-old son and Nathan Reynolds, by the way, who's got the same microphone I just bought. I'm so glad to have figured this out, guys. And I'm very glad to have back on the line Bart Sabrell. He's a filmmaker. Did you hear the one about the funny thing that happened on the way to the moon? Well, Bart certainly did, and he made a film about it. And Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list. That's the book, right, Bart? That's correct. You can get that at sabrell.com and audio, Kindle, or print. It's kind of the backstory of the production of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which took me 20 years to write, two years to edit. And it also goes into a lot of detail that was true, but I was asked by relatives of dead astronauts who were murdered by the CIA, their opinion, not to put it in the film to release that information after they died. And then, of course, we have an eyewitness who saw them filming it at his Air Force base. He was the chief of security. All that's all new information in that book that just came out at sabrell.com. For anybody who doubts anything that Bart just said about an air base, I think it was in Arizona, correct, Bart? That's where they faked. In New Mexico. One of, in New Mexico, one of the Apollo missions, maybe the first one. We can talk about that. We've talked about it in the past, but for anybody who doubts that, I have a clip to play for you. Greg Reese just did a very incredible piece about AI identifying photos from NASA that the AI believes are fake. We're going to get to that in just one second, but let me start with this, Bart. You'll appreciate this. I want your comments. My local news rag, the news readers, the Mockingbirds, just pulled this off the wire the other day. I want to play it for you because it's a really tight 15, 20 seconds worth of propaganda. Check it out. For the first time in more than 50 years, a U.S. lunar landing craft returns to the moon in just a few weeks. The lander, named Peregrine, won't have anyone on board, but is loaded with NASA instruments to study the lunar environment. This is the head of NASA's Artemis manned missions, but Peregrine is set to launch in December. It will be December 24th, and then it will be landing on the moon January 25th. All right, I'll pause it there. Bart, do you notice something funny about this little garbage unit, this little uh, can, this little tin can that they purportedly will be sending to the moon? It looks every bit as lame as the lunar lander from 1969, 70. <laughs> That's pretty much my, my assessment, yes. There. And what is with the gold tinfoil on these things, man? Can they not build a spacecraft without gold tinfoil? 
Well, you know, they're trying to increase their budget. If they don't spend all of this year's budget, then they don't get equal or more next year. So they at the last month of every fiscal year, they have to go out and buy gold and a bunch of AI equipment. They never use it, but, uh, you know, it helps them keep the money coming in for next year. In the budget, the budget, NASA's budget, it's just obscene. As I've talked about with Crow 777, as I've talked about with David Weiss and you, down a black hole. And I'm not sure what NASA does other than make graphics, animations, and propaganda. I really, truly, I'm asking the question. If you're to believe, dear listener, that we sent men to the moon in 1969, 70, 71, with that tin can trash technology, that by the way, NASA says they lost and it would be a painful process to rebuild it. If you believe we went to the moon, I got a bridge to sell you. But you know who's not buying that story? Art, Vladimir Putin. Let me do another screen share and we'll play this clip from Greg Reese. It's about 10 minutes long. We'll just play a little bit of it. And I want you to know, Bart, he features some of your work from a funny thing happened on the way to the moon in this piece. Check it out, guys. Former head of Russia's space agency says that the Apollo moon landings were fake. And in a recent video going around, Vladimir Putin is briefed that several moon landing images are considered to be fake by artificial intelligence. There's a great deal of human intelligence who do not believe that the Apollo moon missions were authentic. And here are some of the reasons why. NASA was run by former Nazi Werner von Braun, who was beholden to the US government for secretly importing him into the country via Project Paperclip, as were the dozens of other Nazis who joined him to work as rocket scientists, all of them with a good reason to keep a secret. All of them with a good reason to keep a secret. Bart, Vladimir Putin got a briefing from his team that suggests that the Apollo moon mission photos, the one featuring Neil Armstrong, is fake, hoaxed, doctored. What say you? What's the significance of this in your mind? Well, I think it's one of the most highly significant things that have ever happened regarding exposing the moon landing fraud. First of all, let me just lay out why we didn't go. And am I, I'm going to try to set a record and to do it in as least amount of time as I've ever done it before. The number one proof we didn't go to the moon is that today, with 54 years better technology, NASA can only send an astronaut one thousandth the distance to the moon. The, so what they're claiming is that back in 1969, when all of NASA combined had one millionth the computing power of a cell phone, they sent an astronauts a thousand times farther ahead of schedule on the first attempt with 1960s equipment a thousand times farther than they can send them today with 54 years better rockets and computers. So they're claiming that they had greater technology in the past than they do in the future. But that's a historic and scientific impossibility, which proves the fraud if the, so many people weren't emotionally attached to it. You cannot have, it's never happened in the history of mankind, that technology was a thousand times greater in the past than in the future in a 50-year period. I mean, it just never happened. That's the first proof. The second proof, go to sabrell.com, click on the top left button, Moon Man video links. My book is interactive. I write a chapter and I say, look, if you want to understand the next chapter, go to link one, link two. First link is a three-minute video where I prove with one photograph that the moon missions are fake because, like the film showed, in sunlight, shadows are always parallel and in electrical light they intersect at various degrees including this picture i show where they intersect at 90 degrees from objects five feet apart impossible scientifically for that to have been taken in sunlight which means it's electrical light which means they're on earth the second proof the third proof we uncovered and he showed some of that footage of them faking being halfway to the moon with the one-foot model and being prompted by NASA to fake a four-second radio delay, all from Earth orbit. We got the unedited version that has on the screen at the beginning of it, do not show to the public. Bart, that proves it. NBC News director said that. Okay? Let me pause you right there. Let's play that clip for the <laughs> audience that's never seen it because Greg Reese featured that clip from your film, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, in this 10-minute Greg Reese report, which I will link below. It's a real must watch, guys. 
Yeah, yeah, on my website, you know, the film was financed by a millionaire who builds rockets for NASA, who knows the moon missions were fake, who thought it was his patriotic duty to expose it. But he wanted to remain anonymous so that his stock wouldn't go down. But in any case, the book, if you go to sabrell.com, top left button, Moon Man video link, link that is, I forget the number of 16 or 17, but it's called The Smoking Gun. I could have explained the fake foot model better in the film that I did. So I'd made a video about it that shows that you, a side-by-side -side comparison on the, you know, the left, they say, this is the earth floating in space. And on the right, very same shot, the lights come up and it's a one foot model of the earth dated two days into the flight. An NBC news director, okay, says it's 100% proof that they didn't go to the moon and refused to broadcast it for fear it would cause a civil war. And I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is if we show the public how corrupt the federal government is, it'll bring down the federal government. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? Ten years go by, a new news director at NBC sees the same footage, says it proves they didn't go to the moon. We're going to broadcast this nationwide and break the story. They fly me to New York. They put me up in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, and they pay me thousands of dollars for the exclusive license to the footage. They get a call from the federal government telling them not to broadcast it. They back down. So that footage is the third proof. And then the fourth proof, for the first time ever, we disclose in Moon Man an eyewitness whose name I didn't even mention in the book because his son was still alive, Cyrus Eugene Akers, the chief of security at Cannon Air Force Base, as he was dying. The first thing he said, not in the book because his son was still alive, he's a murderer. The military police come in and they say, okay, who did you kill? He said, well, a co-worker at Cannon Air Force Base in 1968. Well, why did you kill him? Well, we both eyewitnessed Apollo 11 being filmed on the ground in a fake moon set a year earlier. We were told never to tell anybody or they would kill us. As the chief of security, I executed him because he thought it was morally wrong and was going to tell a reporter. Okay. And Less than two years ago, the son's house was broken into. This is why I didn't mention the guy's name. So I tried to leave that guy alone because he's dying of cancer, too. The, 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 his house is broken into by spooks with the best security system on the earth. They knew his password. He comes back two years later. I mean, sorry, two days later. And two CIA agents show up and threaten to kill him and his family if he ever talks to me again about his father's participation in the moon landing fraud. This is less than two years ago. The United States Senate's Intelligence Committee opened an investigation into the moon landing fraud about two years ago because of him being threatened by CIA agents. The FBI was involved. The White House was involved less than two years ago. And their reports are, of course, all confidential. So we have four times the proof than necessary. Now, for me, Sean, the quote window shot was the epiphany. I gave them the benefit of the doubt that they went as long as possible. But when you see them faking being halfway to the moon with the one foot model of the Earth, dated two days into the flight and the third track of the CIA telling them how to do it, they didn't go to the moon. Yep. And let's play it right now. For those who haven't watched your film, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, I will link below this Greg Reese piece. It's about 10 minutes long. It's a must see. And featured within it is this clip. As well as uh, landers or other uh, components to via, to destinations beyond Earth orbit. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go. And this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to. Okay, so that wasn't queued up 100% perfectly. Now, here comes the part that we we're talking about from Bart's movie. But isn't it interesting, Bart, just what we just had in that admission from those people supposedly on the International Space Station saying they can't get out of near Earth orbit. These are people who work for NASA. These are supposedly astronauts. I would say Astra N-O-T-S's astronauts. They're not astronauts. I don't know what they are. I think this whole thing is propaganda from top to bottom. Well, and he actually left out the most important word. And I could send you that clip, John. The, the the word that the astronaut said that is more significant than that, that for I guess he cut it out because time was short. He said he they hope to eventually go to the moon. 
Mm-hmm. Like they never went, you know, oops. And so I don't know what to say. Well, let me you tell know, you this, fiction man. Fiction, right? Tell me your experience in making a funny thing happened on the way to the moon after I play this clip, because I used to work for Target Corporation. And back in the day we did for the Science Museum of Minnesota, an Apollo celebratory presentation, a multi-screen thing. I produced it. This was back in the day when I still believed all of this. And I remember as the producer, director, editor of that thing, I had to contact NASA and ask them to send me all of these Betamax tapes of this footage, which they did essentially, I think for free. Maybe we only had to pay shipping. The point is when you made the same request from NASA, they accidentally sent you this. And right there, stamped on the film as he watched it, right there in the videotape, guys, this film of the Apollo 11 mission was produced. A report film by the Manned Spacecraft Center and is not for general public distribution because it's unedited footage where they say it's for playback later when they claimed it was live, where they explain how they're faking the shot and the third track of audio of the CIA team saying talk, all the outtakes where their arm gets in front of the earth of the one foot model. That's what I got. Bill Casing thinks I got it intentionally from a whistleblower at NASA. Very possible. But you definitely got it accidentally if NASA has anything to say about it. And thank God you did, man, because you helped blow this thing wide open. Take a look, guys. In the documentary film, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. The three astronauts of Apollo 11 are seen in low Earth orbit, figuring out how to stage a fake image for the camera. This film was recorded when the Apollo 11 was said to be nearing lunar orbit, and we can see and hear them manipulating the shot to make the Earth appear to be thousands of miles away, when in fact they have blacked out the inside of the craft and are blocking off the window facing the surface to make it look like the Earth at a distance. When we hear Houston radio approval for the shot, the astronauts do not respond until an unknown third party can be heard whispering, talk. Call Apollo 11, Houston, Goldstone says that the TV looks great, over. Okay, uh, uh... The astronauts are told they are being pre-recorded and edited for a subsequent live broadcast. Buzz Aldrin explains how they shut out the sun to achieve the illusion of the one window being the Earth in the black of space. And with direction from Houston, they get it to look right for the camera. We then hear the portion meant for the public, with Neil Armstrong claiming to be 130,000 miles from Earth and describing a single camera pressed up against the window to achieve the shot. But in the unedited footage, we see objects passing between the camera and the window. We see a work light in the dark. And finally, when they are done with their hoax, the final few frames reveal the truth. Protecting humans in this radiation wasn't the only problem. The high-end Hasselblad camera had no protection against radiation. You guys get the idea. This is an excellent piece from Greg. But we all stand on the shoulders of giants. And in this space, on this topic, Bart Sabrella is a giant. And uh, let me just say, 130,000 miles from Earth was the claim the astronauts made when they were in near-Earth orbit. Bart, that makes them liars. And you called them just that in your film, Astronauts Gone Wild. They did not appreciate seeing this footage. You played it for them. They didn't like it one bit, did they? No, in fact, when I showed it to alleged peace guru, (laughs) Edgar Mitchell, uh, he turned beet red. He said, you know, like, where did you get this footage and get out of my house? And uh, on the, I, I turn, he says, I don't hit people. And five seconds later, when my back is to him, he hits me from behind. And he can't not lie for five seconds. And then all that commotion, I'm literally being assaulted by someone on camera. It's freaking my cameraman out. I'm, you know, perplexed. And in all that confusion, we leave a high quality wireless microphone on the guy. And in all the confusion, my camera operator forgets to hit stop record. So when the camera is in the back of the rental car in the guy's driveway with the door closed and he and his son are in their house with the door closed, he still has the wireless microphone on him and it's still recording in the videotape in the camera in the back of the car. And we later, you know, you turned and 
went back and got my expensive microphone. So about three months after that happened, the film secretary calls me up frantic. It's like, Bart, Bart, because she was doing a transcript of all the interviews in there. And she's like, Bart, Bart, do you know what they're talking about? You know, privately in their home after you left and before you came back for your mic. And I'm like, I don't know. She said, they're talking about calling the CIA to have you killed. I said, that's funny. She says, no, Bart, they're talking about calling the CIA to have you killed. You want to call the CIA? Have them whacked. Now, number one, if this is a civilian mission, why does a astronaut have the CIA in his Rolodex? And then secondly, if I'm some silly person who thinks the moon landings are fake, why would the CIA care? I mean, who cares unless it is a CIA? Because the problem is, is that not only did Cyrus Eugene Akers eyewitness it, he stood beside President Johnson, who gave him a list of 15 visitors, and only them were allowed in to observe. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin were there, people I hadn't heard of, and some people who are still alive. He kept that list as a private souvenir. We published that list in the book, you see. And so, and we've confirmed these people were there. One guy never heard of, Robert Emmenager, who's like, who's that? He's some science fiction guy, consultant or something. He spent his whole life <laughs> saying uh, the moon landings are real and so are aliens from outer space. So I guess aliens from outer space must be about as real as the moon landings. And in his you know, biography, he you know, says he's at Cannon Air Force Base in 1968 for a classified reason. You know, and so it just boggles the mind that this all ends up being true. And to me, the AI's revelation is like my revelation of that footage. That's when it dawned on me. And I remember, Sean, I'm weeping quietly when I see that footage. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They really did fake the moon landing. Oh, my gosh. How sad is that? How fallen is mankind? But the AI, you see, it's not Putin isn't the important part of the story. They were having an AI conference, just like they have shoe conferences and car conferences. And at those car you know, ex exhibits, they show the latest car that never ends up being on the road because it makes 150 miles to the gallon. And so the most advanced AI is the neural network by Google. And so all these dignitaries from all the AI industries and world leaders were there in Moscow two weeks ago, and they were given three days of access to Google's AI. And every team wanted to do something, have it, you know, compose a symphony, have it, you know, talk, whatever. Well, the Russians, cleverest people sometimes, they uh, first they load. Here's really interesting. They load in uh, the Chinese probe pictures right and the ai says that they're real of the moon surface and then they load in the apollo pictures and it says that they're fake with its specific deep fake protocol so it can detect deep fake videos the ai has never been wrong a single time about what's real and what's fake and so the ai most advanced ai in the world is saying that the moon landings are fake now here's the thing there's only two possibilities here. Number one, this most advanced AI that took 10 years to develop at a cost of like $2 billion is a piece of junk. I mean, Google and those tech people just don't know what they're doing. That's pretty sad. Or they fake the moon landing. So get this, Sean. Like two or three days ago, finally, two weeks later, Google and NASA finally comment on it and i'm like oh this should be good what did they say they both said the following and i'll show you why it proves they didn't go to the moon no comment i'm like no comment no like well it was a static electricity interference or whatever the thing is you know this if you check the general accounting office bookkeeping google was founded the seed money came from you and me, the taxpayers, and through DARPA, you know, the army agency that makes technology to spy on people. And it was done for propaganda. So Google is the CIA. They can't say the moon landings are fake because they're the ones who faked it. But then they're also Google who made the world's most advanced AI, and they can't they can't say their you know brilliant invention is a piece of junk. So if they say the AI is right, they lose. If they say the moon landings are, are uh, fake, they lose. 
So they say no comment, which proves also deductively that the moon landings are fake. And I think here's what I think and why I I think this is so historic. There's that story about the little boy puts his finger in the dike to prevent the dam, you know, from collapsing. And apparently it worked, you know, once once you have that hole. Now, water may just be squirting out in the tiniest little stream, but all that water, whatever that pressure behind the dam, millions and millions of tons of water, it's now all focused on getting out of that small hole. And so the hole gets a little bigger and the water comes out a little faster and it gets a little bigger and the water comes out more. Then it just starts to crack a little bit. Then it starts to crumble. Then there's a big hole, a bigger hole, and then it starts to crumble and then the whole thing comes down. Now, I think that'll be as much as two years from now. It's not going to collapse all at once, but I think this is it. All the intellectuals in the world who for the longest time have tried to maintain that the moon missions are real when they're not because... You know, let's just be honest here. If you don't believe in God, science is your God. And what's the pinnacle, the the Jesus of science? It's putting man on the moon, you see? And so some people who teach aerospace in a university, I talked to them. They said if Neil Armstrong confessed himself on national TV, the moon landings were fake, he'd still think he walked on the moon anyway. But most people, even though they've been denying the fraud after the AI, which is their second God, says that it's fake. I think that's it. I think it's over. I think the truth will out and the finger's out of the dike and it's too late to put it back in. Friends, pardon the brief interruption. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. I think the truth will out and the fingers out of the dike and it's too late to put it back in. Yeah, I think so too. And to be honest with you, anybody that wants to continue to have cognitive dissonance over this topic, okay, that's your choice, but the facts are out there. And we've been trying to warn you that there's a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And a lot of people don't want to listen to us about that either. So at this point, it comes down to a little thing called an IQ test, in my opinion, Bart. And let me show you guys one more thing here. I mentioned NASA's budget. Let's be real clear about this. NASA has enjoyed an unbroken decade-long run of annual budget growth from $17.7 billion in 2014 to $25.4 billion in 2023. Billions and billions and billions of dollars going into space junk, or should I say animations, that look like this. A tin can with tin foil and four little steel legs. I mean, I think I could build this with the help of my mechanic buddy probably over a weekend. And I wonder what I could charge back to uh, NASA for helping them out with the program, because you want to hear the punchline, guys? The punchline to all this propaganda is this. NASA Artemis moon landing plan faces delays. According to the New York Times, it's been more than 50 years since NASA astronauts walked on the moon, and a new report suggests they'll need to wait even longer published three days ago. Bart, it's the same thing year after year, decade after decade. I remember Bush Jr. telling us we'll be back on the moon within five years, seven years. It came and went. It never happens and it never will happen. Well, I'm asked pretty regularly by people who know the moon missions were fake and people who keep denying that they were fake. What are you going to do, you know, when they you know, land on the moon with Artemis? And I said, they're not they're not going to do it. 
they're going to postpone it because they've done that 10 times. Like you said, Jimmy Carter said, we're going to go to the moon in five years. Never happened. Reagan said, we're going to go to the moon in five years. Never happened. Clinton said, we're going to go to the moon in five years. Never happened. George Bush Sr. said, we're going to go to the moon. George Bush Jr. said, we're going to go to the moon. Obama said, we're going to go to the moon. And Trump said, we're going to go to the moon all within five years. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. In fact, NASA has never kept a schedule a single time in their entire history except the most complicated mission of all time. They're ahead of schedule and they did it on the first attempt. Do you realize in the entire history of aviation, I'm talking about the Wright Brothers kite plane to the 747 and anywhere in between, not a single aircraft spacecraft worked on the first attempt, except the most complicated one of all time. And so this just boggles the mind you know, the way I look at it, Sean, whoever killed Kennedy, he's still dead. So it's just it's not like he did, wasn't murdered. He was. It's just a matter of who did it and why. And 9-11, you know, you can say this person did it or that person did it. The fact is 3000 people are dead regardless of who did it and why they did it. This is different. This is a complete fabrication. And it's a positive lie. It's candy. And what you're trying to do and I'm trying to do is take away that candy and give them a pile of manure instead. And they don't want to let go of their candy. They don't want to let go. It's emotionally bonded in them. This is what the NBC News director told me. And I didn't understand what he was saying until now. I'm like, it's not going to cause a civil war. Get over it. You're overreacting. But now I'm like, well, people prayed for these moon landing fakers. They cried. They waved their flag. They held ticker tape parades. They embossed it on coins. Get a 50 cent piece from the 70s. The moon landing is on the back. They put it on stamps. They gave them medals of honor for being such good liars. And it gets worse. Okay. The second to the last chapter in my book, which is at sabrell.com. I read it myself in audio, Kindle or print. That chapter is called NASA's Greatest Fear. Now, if they faked the moon landing and never killed anybody, maybe it's the devious part of me, I kind of have a little respect for them and their cleverness. You know, when you hear the story, Sean, about the guys who tunnel from the dry cleaner into the bank, get the gold and get away with it. You're like, all right, they beat the man. You know, they're pretty clever. But not you don't say that if they kill three security guards who just got married and have five kids each, right? You see? So this chapter reveals... See, before a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, remember I got a millionaire rocket builder financing me. I, I did an extensive interview with Betty Grissom, the wife, surviving widow, of the man who was supposed to be the first man on the moon until he complained that the rocket was a piece of junk one too many times and wouldn't cooperate, you see? And she told me, after a four-hour interview, over and over again, She's 100% convinced he was murdered by the CIA. She recounted a story to me, but I didn't put it in the film out of respect for her. Not until she died, so it's in the book. She said her husband, Virgil Gus Grissom, came home from work January 26, 1967, and said the following. Hon, for some strange reason, the CIA is all over the launch pad today inspecting the equipment. I've never seen the CIA here in five years. Why did they show up today? I wonder why. The very next day, he's dead from faulty equipment, you see? And so it's one thing if they faked the moon landing and never killed anybody, but that's not the case. So if the truth comes out, the very next thing they're going to have to question is the Apollo 1 fire. They're going to have to open that naturally. And then Americans are going to find out that not only did a third of their labor, you know, that's the federal government. They take a third of your labor, which, you know, I don't know what that the average income is 50 grand and a third of that is like 17 grand. So they take $17,000 from you every year and they dangle $1,000 in front of you. We'll give it to you if you do this, this and this, including wearing a face covering when you're not sick. That's going to put 20% less oxygen to every organ in your body. There's no mass mandate in my city at my heart doctor's office. And my heart doctor insists that I deplete all my organs, including my heart, by 20%. 
other otherwise I can't see him. And I said, well, why do you have that rule when the mayor said masks aren't required anywhere? So I says, well, the federal government won't give us any more money if we don't do it. So they're taking a bribe to injure their heart patients who they claim they want to help all for money. And so the federal government took our money, $17,000 a year from everybody to not only fake the moon landing, but to pay the salaries with our money of the CIA agents that murdered our fellow Americans to expose their crimes. Now, before the Constitution came along, it was the Declaration of Independence. And the main opening statement is when any government anywhere in the world becomes destructive of the people's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. What's the first one? Life. They murdered their own astronauts who wouldn't cooperate with the moon landing. Not my opinion, the opinion of the dead man's wife. Do you see what's going on here? The federal government is so much more corrupt than we could possibly imagine. And I did Glenn Beck's show a couple of months back, and he just refuses to, to admit the moon landings are fake. He interviewed me about a book, which he didn't read. He criticized a video link in my book that he didn't see. I said, NASA admits they can't leave Earth orbit. The technology is non-existent yet. He says, they didn't say that. I said, you watch clip? No. And then he has on one of the Apollo astronauts and fawns over him and kisses his feet for an hour, not knowing that he's an accessory to multiple homicides. And Glenn Beck's mind, his you know anti-deep state mind, I know it's gotten bad, but at least we went to the moon. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, Glenn, it is that bad. I cannot believe you're defending murderers and you claim to be anti-deep state and you're doing their propaganda work for them. You know, you can be sincere, which I think he is, but be sincerely wrong. And I maybe someday he'll have me back on and say, you know, I, I got this wrong. I'm sorry. And what a glorious day that will be, you know. I doubt it. Right. <laughs> I doubt it, because I think when you're operating at as high a level as Glenn Beck and you've been on Fox News and you've made tens of millions of dollars, you've spoken with the CIA or they've spoken with you. You know, that would be my inclination of belief, because I don't see how any because he's smart. The man knows how to investigate and he could root this out if he wanted to. If he was going to be intellectually honest, he could root this out. But we've seen the same change, really, in people like Joe Rogan, too. Joe Rogan was one of the most outspoken pundits regarding NASA's missions to the moon and the Apollo missions. He swore up and down it was impossible that we went. And he cited all the reasons you and I cite, not as many as you, because maybe he didn't have all the facts. But now we have all the facts. And Joe Rogan still sort of walks that fence where he says, well, you know, I'm just a dummy. I'm just a dummy on the Internet. I'm not a scientist. So maybe we did go, despite years and years and years of him building his base and building one of the biggest podcasts on planet Earth talking about NASA's fraud. So we kind of see people turn tail on this one. And I, I guess I don't know why that is. This is evidently so threatening to the deep state and the powers that ought not be that they want to maintain the facade of the lie, which brings us into the area of spiritual warfare. Really, the last topic I wanted to talk about with you here, Artemis, the goddess of the moon, wild animals and hunting, twin sister of Apollo. Now, if we know that they faked the Apollo missions, and we do, and so does Google AI, then why do they continue with this fraud in this abject lie, this propaganda? Are they truly just making fun of us at this point that they would name this new mission Artemis, the twin sister of Apollo? They just love to flaunt their propaganda and their lies and send it out to the wires like that news piece I played. A complete bogus piece of animation showing a tin can with gold tinfoil telling the American people, just keep sending us the $25 billion a year. Eventually, we'll get back to the moon. And it's all a lie. It reminds me of Werner Von Braun, Bart. He told his assistant, Carol Rosen, many times in the four years they knew each other. And the last card they would play is the alien card. And it will all be a lie. Bart, it's all a lie from top to bottom. I think there's an aspect of spiritual warfare here we need to talk about. Oh, absolutely. I mean... Really, that believe it or not, that's the most important topic, not the AI, not the window shot. It, that's the most important topic. You know, when I was 
basically here's, uh, you know, I've told this story before and I'll see if I can set a record on telling it as quickly as possible. No one was a bigger moon fan than me. No one. I had a shrine of pictures on my wall since I was four years old of the glorious moon landing that I saw every day for 10 years, 3,650 times. Then I see a guy on TV, Bill Casey, who worked for NASA, who read a confidential memo that, you know, it's impossible to go to the moon with their technology at the time. And so that they were going to fake it. And I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, I'm an open minded 14 year old. I look at the pictures, their inconsistencies that I never noticed before. Eyes wide shut. Ten years later, I meet the guy as a filmmaker who produced the show I saw as a 14-year-old. He puts me in touch with Bill Casey, who says, hey, you're a filmmaker, make a movie about this. I think about it for six months. Shadows intersecting, the, the astronauts don't talk about it, except a few, the Russians are more advanced, and it's like, something doesn't smell right. If I start overturning these rocks, I could die if if they really faked it so i turn it down i'm like i want to have a wife and family someday you know no thank you then get this a few years after that i have another client who's some famous christian musician says bart i'll get one of your scripts to a hollywood producer if you do me a favor and i'm like sure what favor they said read the bible and i had the bible on the shelf you know with the encyclopedia the source in case and in writing i wanted to quote a scripture or something never read the thing and so she gave me this one year Bible, like dividing the whole Bible into January 1st through December 31st. And it's only like 15 minutes a day. And so get this, Sean, I read the Bible five times from cover to cover over the next five years. Not a Christian by any means, but it did convince me, you know, things don't make themselves. There's not one example of that in the history of the universe. And just because we can't comprehend an eternal being doesn't mean it's not true. And that's the arrogance of people. I talk to some people who say when the Messiah returns, the Bible says every eye will see them. I don't see how that's possible. So the return of Christ must be a myth. And this is a guy who calls himself a Christian. Right. And then there are people it's like, well, I can't understand an eternal being. So it must not be true. Well, my dog, you know, jumps in the car. She knows the car is inanimate. She knows I direct it. But if I open the hood and say, you know, this is the alternator, this is the, you know, this, if I spend her whole life trying to explain a spark plug, it will never sink in. We cannot comprehend God, but it doesn't mean it's not true. A bee and a flower can't independently evolve knowing they're going to need each other. It's just not possible. Okay. So it convinces me there's a God even though I don't understand, it convinces me, secondly, that a judgment at the end of this life just makes sense. You can just kind of feel it intellectually and, and spiritually, instinctively. It makes sense that we're judged for how we live here. And then it dawns on me, Sean, that if they fake the moon landing, that's so much more profound historically than if they actually went. Do you understand that? Either they went whip de doo you know, planted a flag, came back, and they didn't die. That was a close one. Or they lied to the whole world, their citizens. They murdered people to cover it up, embezzled $200 billion, and the greatest event in human history is a fraud completely. That is so much more profound. And if true, that is being hidden from mankind because there's a handful of people who think they're better than everybody else. And I said, this is worth dying for. This is important. I changed my mind. Five years later, I call up Bill Casey and said, I'm going to do it. Days later, I meet the famous rocket building millionaire who wants to remain anonymous, who gives me a million dollars to make the movie to prove that the moon missions are fake. And I'm producing it under the theory it might be fake until I find that window shot three and a half years into a seven year project. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's true. The film opens up with scripture. Where there is pride, then comes disgrace. Everything concealed is meant to be revealed. And let us build a tower that reaches to the heavens so we may make a name for ourselves. Until 200 years ago, for 6,000 or more years of civilization, the greatest technology has always been the tallest building. And then someone will build a taller one. They're still doing that to this day. And what happened to the tallest building? It was never finished. Then millennia goes by, they build the largest machine ever built in the history of the world, the Titanic. They put in posters, the ship that God himself could not sink. I think they must have woken up God from a nap from that statement because it was never finished. It never made one voyage. And then Tricky Dick Nixon, 
who didn't have the guts to show up for the launch because in case the truth came out, there forever be a picture of him smiling, shaking Neil Armstrong's hand. He shows up for the second launch after they got away with it. That guy. Okay. He said, knowing they were not on the moon, that putting a man on the moon is the greatest event in the history of the entire world and universe, second only to God making the universe. And when he knew they weren't there, this is a spiritually blasphemous event. God rebuked the Tower of Babel. God rebuked the Titanic. He has chosen to delay the rebuke of the moon landing fraud. And I think I know why. I mean, I don't know why, but I'm guessing. Let me tell you my guess. Imagine there's a couple. They're madly in love. They get married, right? Six weeks later, one of the pair, they're at some convention. They get super drunk. They sleep with somebody they just met. They committed adultery six years, six weeks into their marriage with someone they love madly. They have they have two two options here. Let's say we're going to present one. They come home and say, look, I just want I just have to tell you this. I don't want to live like this. I did this and you can divorce me or forgive me, but I did it and I just need to tell you. Or imagine this, John, on their 50th anniversary as an old couple, one says, oh, by the way, hon. I cheated on you when we were married for six weeks, which is worse, telling it immediately or 50 years later. You see, the impact, the shock is greater 50 years later. After all those people believed it, after all those people were shown the evidence and still said they went to the moon against their better judgment out of pride. You see, if someone asked me, Sean, intellectually, do you think the truth is going to come out in your lifetime? I'd say no. The pe- the evil people around the world are too good. It's not going to come out. But from a spiritual point of view, I just feel like it is. Yeah, yeah the dollar will crash and the stock market will crash. But if you don't cut off a gangrene arm, the body's going to die. We have to get this out of the way or these people are going to run us into the ground and kill us. Yeah, yeah I agree. One thing, though, I'd push back gently on is to say that sometimes these things just end with a whimper. You know, it's a little bit like the confidence in our government. People are losing confidence in this con game, and they recognize the corporate nature of the government operating out of Washington, D.C. People are quickly losing faith in all of the apparatus of government. The CIA, the FBI, the CDC, the FDA, the FCC, which fast-tracked 5G without safety studies. Those of us who are paying attention are losing faith and confidence in this con game. And so it may all end with a whimper, including NASA's lies, because this younger generation, see, I understand what you're saying. People who watch those missions live on TV, they are the most indoctrinated. But now you remove all that propaganda decades and decades and decades later with new generations, young generations growing up with iPhones And they look at that official story and they're perplexed. They're like, who would buy this nonsense? I think young people are already awake by nature. And at least those who can think they don't buy any of this garbage anymore. So I think this whole thing, this entire crooked corporatocracy, this crooked government, the deep state, maybe hopefully it will all just end with a whimper part because it deserves to. This whole thing just needs to die with a whimper. And then we take our nation back and rebuild with honest platforms. And we enough with the space nonsense, too. Do you agree? It's just enough at this point with the space. Non- We're just flushing money down the toilet. Well, here's the way I look about that. I remember some story. And of course, the moon landing fraud in today's dollars cost $200 billion. You realize you could buy 200. I mean, I think it's you could buy 2 million people, you know, like a two bedroom house or go to the moon, even if you really went. I'm all for exploring outer space after we explore the oceans where 12 species of fish are discovered every day that we didn't know about. And after everyone in the world has water coming out of the faucet that they can drink and a concrete floor or better. That's my once we do that, once we do that. Okay. Then if we have money left over, look at places that we know are uninhabitable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly understand. what you mean, because they're not going to give us any of that. The wish you just made, I'll call it a prayer to God. It's not going to happen as long as these people are in power, because all they're going to bring us is misery and engineered crises and engineered famine and pandemics. 
UN Agenda 2030. Okay, they've already told us what they want for us, for we the people in the West. They want us to live like third world serfs, at least those of us who survive the depopulation plan, (laughs) the depopulation agenda, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. So from your lips to God's ears, we can all pray for that. But my God, as long as these people are in charge and I'm talking the people at the highest echelons of global power, people that can make airplanes disappear, MH370, these people are so corrupt and beholden to Lucifer that I'm not sure how this ends well for humanity. I hope it does all end with a whimper. Yeah, even people who think the moon landings are real know that the Bilderberg Group and the Council on Foreign Relations in the World Economic Forum, people control the world. They openly say on national TV, we pick world leaders. He's our he's our he's our guy. He's our guy. I thought they were elected. Okay. And then if you look at their logo, feel free to put it up while I'm speaking. The World Economic Forum logo, I mean, these are billionaires. They could spend a billion dollars on this logo if they wanted to in 10 years. So there's an O in world, there's an O in economic, there's an O in form. They don't line them up, they offline them a little bit. There's a half circle going through all three O's, right? And they're 666, right? They're hidden in plain sight. And it's not just them, it's like Google and all these other people, CERN, they have 666 in their logo. I find it hard to believe myself as I'm saying it, but apparently they literally worship Lucifer. Yep. I mean, it just boggles the mind. I mean, you hear you hear about babies being raped, a baby being raped, and you think that couldn't possibly be true. Surely not. But it ends up being true. And it's like world leaders literally worship Lucifer. Surely not. And then you see 666 right there in their logo. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know. It's enough to leave you speechless. And I think this is probably a good point to wrap up the conversation. Guys, if you haven't seen a funny thing happened on the way to the moon or astronauts gone wild, if you haven't watched the work, do it. I'm telling you, it's worth every penny that was spent on this thing and more. I'd say the guy that funded you got more than his money's worth out of this thing, Bart, because you blew it wide open. And I'm really glad that hopefully maybe it was a whistleblower at NASA that accidentally sent you that footage. Regardless, it was kind of an act of God because it's out there. The truth is out there. And now even Google AI knows the truth. They faked it. They faked the Apollo missions. And uh, if you think we're going back to the moon anytime soon, guys, or Mars, well, I've got a nice little bridge that I'm willing to sell you. Let me know. Get in touch. I'll give you a good deal. Our guest is Ben Bart Sabrell. Bart, thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate you. A pleasure as usual. Keep up the good work and stay safe. All right, my friend. And it's sabrell.com, guys. That's the website. Check it out. Buy the book. Support the author and the filmmaker. Our guest has been Bart Sabrell. I'll remind you guys every single day for free. Check us out for free 24-7 at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird, mainstream media, NSA, CIA, NASA lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. This is textbook entrapment, where where the police are basically telling people to do something, people obey them, and then they arrest them for doing what the police told them to do. That's textbook entrapment.